so it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Earl does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh, okay, mate. None of my ideas are original. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Welcome back to another episode of I'm All Ears with me, Goxie. And uh, me, Serlo. <laughs> Uh, yep, uh, this one, we're not off to a great start, uh, I apologise, I was running late, I was with my family at <laughs> Geelong, on the beach, I did, I actually, I gave myself an hour, because in my head I'm like, Geelong to Melbourne an hour, which it is roughly, once you're on the highway, I didn't factor in getting out of the greater Geelong region, but anyway, I'm here now, so, uh, what well, I made, <laughs> made it to your own podcast. Apo- big apologies to our guest, who I originally said... Two and then I messaged and said two ten and it ended up being two thirty. But anyway, uh, please welcome our special guest, Melbourne United NBL player Mitch McCarron. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, we didn't even plan that clap. That was just me and so uh, <laughs> great minds. A couple thing. of the great riffers. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, clapping it up. Uh, thanks so much for coming along, Mitch. Um, I'll just get straight off the bat and uh, I decided to ask Mitch because he follows me online, which I appreciate. Uh, can you tell us how that came about, Mitch? Did someone say, check out this guy? Or <laughs> um, Yeah, so one of my mates, MG, who I'm sure you're aware of, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously started tagging me in some things. Um, I knew, you know, obviously Queensland background, so I knew a little yeah. bit about you. Um, but yeah, just uh, found some of your posts pretty funny, and the more I followed you, the, the more I enjoyed it. So uh, Thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> as another... You just as one Queenslander, the script back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as one Queenslander that's moved to the big smoke to another, that's yeah, it. we've got to stick together. Yeah, um, right. So tell us, can you tell us a bit about that, like uh, just uh, briefly your, your background and um, yeah, your, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, born in Alice Springs, so I don't really remember it because um, <laughs> we moved when I was three. Um, but oh, yeah. you mean living there, not the not the birth. Yeah, <laughs> don't remember that. Most of us don't remember our birth. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. We yeah, yeah. It. yeah. So do you, do you do you consider yourself at all like a Northern Territory lad? Or I do. I'll claim it. Um, I'm a Queenslander through and through, but uh, still got a little bit of a tie to there. Um, <laughs> so was the family like living living there, or how did how did that come about? Yeah. So mum and dad were running the basketball stadium um, in Alice Springs, oh, awesome. um, trying to grow the association and. Um, with another friend of ours so they had moved from country New South Wales um, or Newcastle I think at the time um, and then yeah moved up to Northern Territory and then dad took a job uh, for basketball Queensland in Brisbane so we moved out there once. so your family was a basketball family from the get-go absolutely um, my mum played she was pretty good um, and my dad uh, is still a really good coach um, but coached a lot of state teams and at some national camps and stuff and uh, very involved loves the game so mm. kind Grew up. You've taken over the family business. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, obviously, I'm not trying to say there isn't long uh, of your playing career to go, but I'm. Um, do you is coaching something down the path, or you just see see where it goes and might might want a bit of a break or something? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, obviously, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant yeah. today. Mm, devastating sure. news. Um, so, but like things happen, you know, and that's. Whether hopefully not death, but obviously injury, yeah. um, or you just don't play well and you get cut and you get the wrong end of a deal and, and your playing days are done. So um, it's definitely on my mind in what I want to do next and some kind of development, whether that's coaching or uh, individual work or something like that would be fun. Yeah, well, it's definitely, 
I mean, it's always been strong, but it feels like it's getting stronger and stronger. Like, when I was a kid, early 90s, obviously, it was kind of like the explosion, like Jordan, Shaq, Gaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gaze. All the big boys. Yeah. Just uh, around the world, people were, were dunking and jamming. And yeah. Obviously, NBA Jam had lots of that. <laughs> I would watch it more if when you guys dunked, the, there would be flames on the hoops, I reckon. I spoke to the producers about it. They don't do it. <laughs> probably not. In bushfire season, <laughs> it's like we wanted to do it, but there was a bloody fire ban. Yeah. Nah, that's awesome, man. So, um, Melbourne United now—they're kind of um, the glamour club of Melbourne. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> any Phoenix listeners, but uh, touchy. No. Are they the working class club? Do you see yourself? You know, down in Moorabbin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, it is. Um, the, like I was talking about the 90s, they had, it was kind of the glory days. You had like Tigers and Giants mm. and Magic. And that's how I first actually, as a Queensland boy, if you follow my stuff, I, I talk a fair bit about Big M. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not sponsoring, but if, they, <laughs> yeah. if anyone from Big M's listening and you want to send me something, I actually got it. They sent me a shirt a few years ago, but, but anyway, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Louis uh, Brisbane, we didn't have the drink up there, Big M, but Watching South Southeast Melbourne Magic, I, they were a sponsor, and I didn't know at first. I just saw this this word Big M on their jerseys, and I'm like, I've got to find out what this Big M is. And then <laughs> I knew it would be so critical to your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I do have diabetes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that. But um, yeah, and um, can we we like to ask guests about their journey? So you've um. I was looking you up. I can't say me and Sally don't do research. <laughs> you, you've been a, you've been around the world a little bit with basketball. That's pretty awesome. I, personally, I've never been out of Australia. Really? So never. I'm left. hoping with the com because I'm actually with the comedy. I've toured to like, I before comedy, I'd never even been at WA, <laughs> SA, Tassie. So it's taken me around. Wow. Just, just not overseas. Yeah. But, um, can you tell us a bit about that? So you, you played college in Denver, is that correct? Correct, yeah. yep. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, How yeah it was sweet. It was um, pretty, was it like, so you're up in the mountains? Did you? Yeah, just hiking every day. <laughs> um, nah, it was cool. Um, really cool city. Um, do you actually notice that the, what do they call that, the elevation? Because I know, <laughs> I'm a big NFL fan and they say all the records of like biggest pass and biggest goal are there because of I don't know. Yeah. The yeah, no, the science. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but like, screw the science. It, when you get there, like day one and you start running around, you're like, oh man, like I can't breathe. Like, pro- and seriously, you know, like, and I'm a young, like 19 yeah. year old and excited to be there and you start playing and it's like after a couple up and downs, you're just like, <laughs> so. Um, Did it take it, a while to get used to? It takes about, I don't have the math on it. I want to say, they would probably say a couple weeks to like wow. really get acclimatize and then to get obviously to full fitness you probably need about six four to six to get huge yeah. yeah but that's the negative stuff i was just talking about the nfl goal so could you like all of a sudden not to say you couldn't before but could you like dunk from the three throw <laughs> line just doing like air bud sort of you know those in the movies yeah. where they, they leave from the three point line i think yeah. the gravity's still the same there not the <laughs> no but that's with the 
NFL kick records are like they're all in Denver. So they're like okay. 60 minutes. Same with the MLB. You you find that there's a lot more home runs in Denver because of the air. We gotta get over to Denver. <laughs> but see, when I was a kid in Brisbane, growing up playing ball, we were playing rep, right? And we used to have games in Toowoomba, and yeah. everyone would talk about, oh, when you're in Toowoomba, man, you can jump hell easy because of the elevation or whatever. Right? <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. Maybe they just yeah. wanted you like, dude, take you know, take off on the, the free throw line. Yeah, and they just want to laugh. In at Denver, you, like, you can just do stupid dunks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and doing like three point shots from the halfway yeah. line. And, <laughs> and I guess like the South Park guys are from there. That's why they're so creative was the, the lack of air. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've probably been to some of the some of the like places you you come up. Find, like I don't, I never played competitively, but like um, I don't know like Orkin Flower Court. Yeah, that's Flower, yeah. Did you ever um, Run Corn? That was the era I lived in. You ever yeah, been to Run Corn? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> South Earth Hibiscus. This is not for listeners. This is just me and yeah. <laughs> So our little conversation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Niche Brisbane content. Um, yeah, and also, so, also um, so professionally, after you left college, um, obviously, yeah, you started playing professionally. Can you tell us a bit about that? Or Yeah, so I moved over to Spain. Um, it was a bit of a, um, hey, man, you're not going to earn a lot of money this year, but this will be good for you in the long run. Oh, um, we've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so my- Comedy is the, the king of, like, Dude. Just get some exposure. Grind it out, yeah. I'm like, I've got enough exposure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Yeah, my agent um, was really like, uh, look, man, to be honest, we can go and chase money elsewhere, but I think it's better for you to go to this team. It's going to be a really good team. Uh, you're going to really enjoy it. The club's great. You'll get paid on time. You'll, you'll enjoy it. So um, I did. It was great. We won the championship, and I got uh, yeah. a contract in Cairns after it, which I was happy with, and it's just led to better things. So Spain was, was the Kickstarter for sure. And and the Spanish lifestyle was just so unique. Like it was, mm, it was yeah, like, I've heard that. Like, is it um they have like a snooze in the Arvo? Siestas are like not a, a fairy tale thing. Like it is, <laughs> you know, if you want to see some grumpy people, take away their siesta. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah! Like we're like we got like Smogo, which is like a ten minute break. <laughs> their boss is like, go home for three hours yeah. and then come back. <laughs> Let's say a guy and you were saying that they have like their version of the project is on it like three in the afternoon because it's like the people are home and they're hanging out they're waking up from their siesta and then they want to watch something yeah, yeah it makes sense I mean they literally like kids go home from school yeah. sometimes like and literally have school breaks where you go home and sleep like it's just complete different to what we do here I mean and shops close down I was in a tiny town too so yeah. like you'd walk around and all the shops are shut and I'm like man this was post lunch <laughs> I'm going to do some shopping no no and, um I guess it's the same in all leagues, but it was a bit of a melting pot, like people from all different places or quite a lot of Spanish people, players. And- yeah, a lot of Spanish people. I was in the second division, um, so it wasn't as many internationals, um, but there was still like an American or, you know, a Serbian or something like that yeah. on every team. Um, on my I, team, yeah. Yeah, I think like I followed NBL for quite a while. There's, there's usually like one or two. I remember, um, I don't know if you remember West Sydney Razorbacks. This is going back a while. Yeah. They got to a grand final series and it was like Aussies only, no yeah. imports. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Hasn't been done since. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, we don't need you. So, like, yeah. I used to play um, in Brizzy, like, this has gone back a while as well, uh, 06, 07. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure my age a bit, but I played, not basketball, but I played American football actually for oh, really? the season. And we were the only team that ha- didn't have like any expats. We were all really? Aussies too. Or, well, I want to say Aussies mainly like Pacific Islanders <laughs> and Kiwis. Recruited. I was the only white guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, we didn't. We didn't like make a big deal of it. But it was just like when you played the other teams, you could hear the accents, and there's a little bit of like, 
Yeah, we're doing this and we don't even know how to play yeah, it. Yeah, you know, this is your play- sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just playing it like rugby. We didn't have any forward passing. Like, anyway, yeah. But um, um, You sort of mentioned like your manager advised you. Did you rely on a lot of people like that to tell you what to do after college ball and things like that? Yeah, everyone's relationship with their agent is different. Um, the way even my agent with other clients and other players is different. Um, I kind of chucked the ball to him. I said, look, man, like you're the expert tell me where to go and I'll yeah. trust you don't put me in a country where I don't feel safe <laughs> but like right you know at the time I was like man I'm young I'm gonna follow you you've had multiple guys you know like uh, I can reel them off but guys have been Olympians um, and so I'm like man you tell me um, so I, I trusted him and um, he's been great never let me down when did that side of it come into playing basketball for you was it was that after college or like while beforehand or Anything like that? Yeah, without trying to sound like the boy who um, never got anything. I <laughs> When I was growing up, I was kind of picked in some teams and, and did well. But then at other times, I was really overlooked and, and kind of... I was a late bloomer with everything. I, I was I had slow feet, you know, and then I wasn't big enough, and then I wasn't athletic enough, and then I couldn't defend, and then I couldn't shoot, and it was always something. Mm. And I'd just grind and get better at it, and eventually I'd, I'd you know... Be, Steve Smith. Be adequate. <laughs> sure, yeah, not quite, but yeah. yeah. Um, and so was, uh, eventually um, it got to the point where I was like, well, when I went to college, I had a really good year and I was playing in second division, but um, I just grew as a player. I grew in confidence and uh, uh, he, re- my agent reached out at the end of college because you're not supposed to really talk to agents until the end. <laughs> people do, people do. But um, he reached out and he said, hey man, love to represent you when you're done. Let me know. And cool. yeah. It is like, it's funny you say that because it is quite complex. Well, the college, and I'm not going to get you to say anything controversial, but. Oh, I mean, I yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <you're, laughs> they're not going to suspend you now. <laughs> what are you going to do? It didn't pay yeah, yeah. We're, we're changing that bloody. <laughs> nah, but like, um, yeah, it's because it's, pr- it's pretty complex. Like, I, I follow it, um, not massively, but I'm more into like the pro side, but they. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy because, like, you know, coaches and things are, and then they're making big amounts of money, and the, the kids are still, the students are still expected to, to be basically amateur. I know there's some, like, living allowances and sure. stuff, but they come down hard on them if they find out um, they've, like, earned anything, which, is, yeah, it's pretty, pretty tough. It's, um, and I, like, it's hard to explain to people who, like, Aussies that don't follow it. I'm not trying to say, like, oh, I, I, mm-hmm. I understand you, but, like, you couldn't be like, oh, it's like UQ versus University <laughs> yeah, of right. Sydney. Why like, would they bam? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it is. It's crazy. And, and I think um, what makes it even crazier is like knowing that the dudes at the big schools, like, they're getting money. Yeah. And, yeah. and everyone knows it. It's just how can I prove it? It's can the NCAA find it out? Do they want to find it out? Yeah. You know, that's the other part of it. You know, guys like you telling me Zion Williamson didn't get some cash. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he did, you know, but he's so good for them. He makes them money. So, yeah. And it, yeah. it's interesting with the rules that... um. That's why kind of like Lamelo Balls come here because to you know you might as well play pro, absolutely, pro and play versus blokes instead of kids yep. and that. And how about um, I know we kind of moved away from the college talk a bit, but like um, some of the fan bases are pretty intense. How how was the one at your your? College uh, we were at community college, so it was uh, we had twenty. 
28,000 people That's at true. our college and about 28 at the game. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say 28,000 at the game. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um, we had a lot of people who were just commuting for class and back and living their lives, a lot of older students. Oh, okay. um, we When it got to finals, I mean, we have a pretty good history in the program. Um, guys like Mark Worthington, Luke Kendall, David Barlow, um, just to name a few. So, uh, yeah. guys who have gone on to do some big things and then Jesse Wagstaff still playing, Nick Kay playing for Perth. Yeah. Um, so, at the time, um, it was like, man, I'm playing at a really good college and people kind of expected that, oh, we'll see at the finals. Yeah. And then we got like packed out gyms. But until then, <laughs> it was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you see those ones where they're like, they're really intense, you know, where they're, I don't know, there's, there's stuff where they, they stand till the first point. I don't yeah, know those yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah, there's some wild ones. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a full experience of that. Sometimes when we go on the road, yeah, like the towns with uh, colleges that like there was nothing else there. Like yeah, they would yeah. get a big student section and they would like to abuse us because we were rank one. And <laughs> that was that was a fun games anyway. Oh, let's see. Um, so coming like you were in the US and then Spain, was it a great feeling to sort of come back to the Taipans after that, like to be back on home soil? Like, or was it a bit of an adjustment to come back after that time? Uh, no, it was cool. Um, so the coach at the time, Aaron Fern, um, had tried to recruit me out of college mm. um, before I went to Spain and he'd kind of said, you know, I think you can help us. I think I can help you get better. Um, we chose the Spain option. He stayed in touch because mm. um, he knew my agent well. Um, and then we got uh, signed with Cairns and um, yeah, it was really awesome coming home and I, I love Cairns. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. got its shortcomings in terms of things to do, but um, for myself who just wanted to play basketball all the time, yeah. um, it was five minutes to go anywhere I wanted to get food yeah. um, and it was always warm. So that's cool with me. So yeah. So it's the only pro sport team too, which is... Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a Northern Pride Rugby League. They might <laughs> get you in trouble. They might get a hundred bucks for a win or something. <laughs> That's the, the the brutal reality of, of lower league sports. I don't, there's like pay pay per win and so. Mm. Yeah. Imagine if we had that so like. <laughs> well, pay per kill. <laughs> That's a comedy term. When you do well, you kill. You kill. Not, we don't actually murder people. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, but some people said they they found it hard to breathe after like. <laughs> I don't know. That's just. Um, yeah, so like, um, and, and the NBL is like doing, doing great, you know, I had a bit of a resurgence, which is awesome. Like you see those, um, when they play in the massive stadiums, like mm -hmm. I like the open air one. That, that was pretty sick. Yeah. We got one on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I think it's being a part of it. I mean, I used to obviously being from Brisbane, um, I used to go watch the bullets and in, in the, in one of the championships, uh, when Joey Wright was coaching yeah, yeah, and, I mean, and that team was good. Yeah. And, and I used to love going and watching with my dad. Is that was, um, Sammy Mack. Yeah. yeah CJ Bruton and Bobby Brown. And I was like, I'm Mike. a bit of a stat nerd. People who uh, are in any group chats I'm in, you <laughs> cop it like in the middle of night, like some test match cricket in the cricket group. <laughs> yeah, oh, bring up some random stuff but I, I love Sammy Max's uh, stat line that year it was like a little bit of everything you yeah, know, I had yeah. the blocks and the rebounds and I mean I'd personally I'd love to just do one NBL block because <laughs> 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 I'd averaging like two per game yeah no they were, for, they were really good and so for me like I used to love going and watch that it was always an exciting game and um, then it 
obviously had its troubles financially and whatever and I think Larry and his team have done a terrific job and not just a league plug here but I really do think they've done a great job in not just coming in and being like we'll make it good for one year like it's got some longevity to it Mm. Um, and now I get to play in it and I see it every week you know we've got big crowds got people enjoying the game you've got a good game every single week Yeah. Um, I mean I think we've got a really good team and we can't get a win this month so like (laughs) that's just how the league is it's great and because like Australia is quite unique. I mean, like, every country would have its difficulties with sport trying to get people, but we've got, like, so many codes. Like, yeah. you're competing with, like, even in the footy codes, and you've got cricket and yep. and soccer is in the summer too, like, up, you know, and um, so you are kind of up, up against it, but, yeah, you're doing some um, great things. But, sure. um, we might just... Uh, sorry, what you saying? Well, I was just going to say, it feels like the, the league's put a lot into grassroots... Mm-hmm. basketball as well like do you think that's helped a lot with getting kids on board and things like that yeah i think it's a, a two-way thing um this is my personal opinion maybe not necessarily speaking for the league but um grassroots has always been good mm. uh i think there's just a better connection between yeah, right. where yeah. do, where can i go what can i do what are my options once i get good as a yeah. kid um they're just strong like more identified i can go to this nbl club i can now play nbl one which is becoming a, a state-by-state thing. It's not just one state. You know, every state will be NBL 1. They're all interlinked. They're all being watched by the NBL teams. And then we've got our guys in the NBA who are killing it. Yeah. And, and we've got more guys in the NBA than ever. We see them on TV every single day on ESPN Australia and yada, yada, yada. So um, I think it's awesome that young kids can watch other Aussies killing around the world. I mean, that, that's Actually good. see a pathway for themselves. For sure. Kind of yeah, thing. that's yeah. how I go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Um... Yeah, so so that's your your journey in in hoops. We might uh, move away from switch off the. Am I using the right lingo here? Nailed it. Hoops and uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, might move a a bit away. Uh, Just tell us tell us a bit about yourself. What do you what do you do in your in your spare time and what what makes you tick, Mitch? (laughs) I'm trying to sound like a legit interviewer here, but it's not coming um not a lot mate um i like my chill time my fiance um when she's off work we obviously just go and have cute brunch dates um or a lot of ps4 um there's obviously i do a little bit of work at latrobe financial um when i can get in there when we get off days um, just for something else other than basketball. And that's yeah, yeah. kind of been my, my thing over the last couple of years is just finding that balance. And I've found you just enjoy basketball even more when you've got something else that's just not related and yeah. um, rather than just sitting there thinking about basketball all day, every day. <laughs> and I guess for a lot of guys, like they would, you know, throw themselves into it, which I guess you have as well, but not focusing on any, anything outside of that. And then when it comes to an end, feel like, oh shit like I got nothing like it feels like you're really proactive about thinking about you know what what is my future going to look like that kind of thing for sure I've had some great mentors and a lot of help um some people who have kind of advised me that I should get on it and the earlier the better Mm -hmm. um and obviously there's been some examples of guys who have really struggled with that transition you know and it's not necessarily just a physical thing just a mental thing Mm. it's like I'm wanted by clubs Uh, every day I go to practice I get to see my mates every day you know I'm required somewhere someone wants me somewhere and then no longer you're not playing anymore and it's like (laughs) no one wants me no one cares about me no one's going to tweet at me every day you know like that's that's hard you know that that is hard so um, the more you can do now um, to create some options is the better yeah and like it's almost like you know 
It's your trade, really. You know, like if you're like a brickie or a carman, that's your trade. You're you're a basketball man. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's sweet. It's, it's sweet. It's super sweet, and I'm really lucky to do it. Um, I, I think sometimes you fall into that, man, I'm living my dream of playing ball. Like, mm. I'll just stay in it right now. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of the worst thing you can do because mm. it's got to end, unfortunately. Mm. I'm like a brickie and, you know, you could do that until you retire. Like, we can't. We're going to get old real quick. Yeah. And um, so when and when you hang out with your missus, is that that's a pretty good escape? Like, she, you know, there's no basketball talk. There, oh, no, right? she loves to talk basketball. Oh, yeah. um, sometimes. I, I was just looking for some unity because... My girlfriend hates my comedy. So <laughs> I was just like, oh, mate, another bloke who's oh, like, yeah, going home and right. this doesn't like what we do. <laughs> oh, you threw it right back in my face. No, like, no, no. Just no. Around, man. She, she, loves, um, she loves the ball talk. Sometimes I have to be like, yeah, Abby, I don't really want to talk yeah, about that yeah, right yeah. now. Um, well, what, Kyle, like, what's Susan up to? Just tell me. <laughs> Most blokes are like, I don't want to hear about Susan. <laughs> Tell me, uh, tell me about a bird who's like got a dud hairdo or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, that's all, that's cool though. Like, um, at least like, you know, she she gets what you do yeah, and sure. is into it, and yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you obviously like a little bit of comedy. I know you've come out uh, to a couple, or at least one of my couple <laughs> shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get out in the town a bit. Um, rocking the Iron Maiden shirt there. You bit of a rocker. <laughs> I, I do like Iron Maiden. Um, I just cringe saying that. I don't know why I spoke like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said rockin' or rockin' in my life. No, no I, like, uh, I like Melbourne. I think it's cool. It, it's, it's funny when you go to, like, big cities, right? Like, even in Europe, um, I was two hours from Madrid, and I only really went there when someone else was like, oh, I want to come to Madrid. Like, I just never went. I lived in Ljubljana in Slovenia. I was, like, a couple hours from Venice and never went. Mm. And so, like, now that my fiancé is here in Melbourne, um, it's cool. Like, we go and see some things, and, and there's so much to see. We've got so much more to see. But, uh, you know, what I love about Melbourne is the pockets, and obviously yeah. you just go to different areas, and you get such a different vibe and such a different feel. So. Have you have you got an AFL team yet, or are you, are you Lions? I am Lions <laughs> through and through, staying with them. Yeah. No, I used to go to Lions games. <laughs> got a soft spot. No. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what about what about rugby league, Queensland boy, Maroons? Yeah, or? I've fallen off the league a little bit. Um, just stopped following it when I went overseas, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, the AFL is easy because you know, I moved back to Melbourne. But <laughs> um, yeah, I was Broncos when I was younger. Yeah, I was I was massively into them, and then yeah, just faded off a bit because yeah. I, I played for like almost ten years. Pretty handy front row. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't say my, if I say so myself, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, always just keep an eye on the news and that. And yeah. I think it's part of being a Queenslander, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you always know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, awesome, mate. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about? or? <laughs> oh, not a lot going on in my life, mate, at the moment. What about, what about uh, movies, movie shows? You watch any of the Netflix or anything? Or? We try to keep up. Um, I'm sounding like I'm just ragging my fiancé. Um <laughs> But sometimes, like, we just try and... We get really slow in shows, mm. you know? Like, I, I like to bulk watch if I really like a show. Take The Witcher, for example, yeah. which I love The Witcher PS4 game. So, I was, like, hella stoked about it. Started watching it, watched one episode, <laughs> and I just want to watch the next one. You know, with Abby, it's one episode a night, and then she's falling asleep. <laughs> so, um, it takes us about a year to get through a show. Yeah. Um, so, we're a bit behind everyone else. Sometimes these huge series, you're like... Just want to watch a movie, like yeah. an hour and a half yeah. done, you know. <laughs> we watched um, Mindhunter. Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, good yeah. show. I haven't. Have so Change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, good no. show, good show. It, and it wasn't too long. Obviously, there's more to come. But 
Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, we don't actually have Netflix, but, you know. You got Stan? We'll get the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit old school, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty late to series. I was um, uh, Breaking Bad. That was pretty good. The yep. Wire. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those yep. sort of things. I'm, well, Get, getting old school here. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about Mindhunter is the main character's name is Holden Ford or something like <laughs> that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, <laughs> just so nice. I loved his cars. Petrol head. Why have Holden versus Ford when you can just put it in there? <laughs> um, and I guess you, you're a bit of a music fan as well. Did you get out to many gigs and stuff like that? or Yeah, so I started... Oh, I should say no. Like, <laughs> because I don't... Like, it's... This is the life of, of me with basketball. It's like, oh, my favorite band's coming to town. Oh, we got a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my favorite band. Oh, we got a promo, like yeah. some little promo thing yeah. that can't be missed. And it's like, oh, cool. They, they'll be back in four years or something and I'll have another game. Like uh, I saw a couple of bands in Denver yeah. um, when we didn't have anything at night, really, you know, yeah. throughout the week. So I could go see them in these little bars and places and they were sick. You know, I loved it. Um, but then now that we're in Melbourne, they put the big shows on the Fridays and Saturdays yes. and I can't go. So yeah. I'm missing Iron Maiden cause I'm getting married, which is, you know, again, Abby's fault. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Um, there must've been a little bit of worrying. Up yeah, there. it was, it was. <laughs> married, like wedding, Iron Maiden. <laughs> well, what are you going to do for me, Abby? Cause yeah. I'm going to miss Iron Maiden. But. Um, well, that's pretty exciting though, the wedding. You're yeah. excited about that. Wedding in May, um, in Mallorca in Spain. Hell so, yeah. yeah. Is that just to, to test out who's like... Who's <laughs> loyal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Where the mate's like, oh, couldn't you put it in bloody... <laughs> yeah. Couldn't you put it in Geelong, mate? Yeah. <laughs> no, we pretty... Obviously, she's American, so um, all of her family there, all of my family here, it was always... Someone's always going to... Lose out. Yeah. Miss out, yeah. What's in between? Right. America <laughs> and Australia? Spain. Spain like, yeah. <laughs> That's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, we've just decided to do it in Spain and who can come can come and mm. obviously, we want our immediate family there and, and that's most important yeah. but um, after that it's kind of, we just also part of being like an athlete where you move to so many cities in, in you know um, Denver Spain Slovenia or whatever Cairns Melbourne like I've met so many people who've been yeah. so good to me I'd love to just have everybody um, and this is a way to just absolutely cull the numbers yeah. but no, <laughs> no it's, uh, it's cool but we'll hopefully have some close friends Well, and that must be a cool thing as well to have all these people all over the world that you've met through playing basketball like that must be a sick feeling to like look back on that yeah it's cool um, it, it's uh, it sucks sometimes when you make all these cool relationships and mm. same thing in the town Palencia that I lived in in Spain, uh, I met so many people and some of them didn't even speak English that well and I certainly couldn't speak Spanish. So, um, but they were just so kind. They were so mm. interested in you as a person and not just, you know, the, the Spanish are so passionate in general, like their language is beautiful and very emotional people, but um, they would be so interested in you, not just like how you're playing, but just like, oh man, what are you like? What are you like? <laughs> it was cool. Do you ever like... Um like, like sometimes with comedy, it gets a bit tough, and um, but then I look at other like genres, if that's the right word, of, of art or entertainment, you know, sure. to make myself feel better. Go, well, <laughs> it must be bloody hard being in a band, like lugging gear around, noise restrictions, all that. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like like think of the positives for basketball, like being a worldwide sport, maybe like yeah, definitely. And um, you know, like compared to AFL, if you get punted from the AFL, you got to go to the VFL. Sorry to any people <laughs> trying the VFL after being punted from the air, but you know what I mean? Is yeah, that yeah. Even, because um, talking about the college thing before, like I follow American football and a lot of, 
they have to do college pretty much. Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's a few like punters coming in from the outside, but they don't have that like option like Lamelli Ball of, of going to the pro league or whatever. Yeah. Well, it is a you know. Yeah, 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 it's no, it's it's one of the beautiful things about playing in a world game, um, and I'm sure soccer or football is similar. Um, but in basketball, you can be so good in one country. And because so many countries play it, you know, obviously in Europe, you can be so good and go to another country and they're like, oh, you're not very good. You know, like that, that's not how yeah. we play and you don't fit that. And that's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you go to another country and that's exactly what they want and you're the king. And, yeah. and, and so like finding that niche is sometimes part of the journey. You know, you go over to Europe, especially as Australian. Um, you can go to a country and they're like, oh, I love how you play for the team. You're tough. You do this, yeah. you do that. Uh, we love that. You know, Eastern Europe loves that. Mm, and then, yeah. or in Spain, it was like the little things you do in terms of hustle. You know, Brad Newley was a guy that they loved. And, <laughs> and Brad didn't average 20 points a game. He just played hard. Yeah. You know, and awesome. they, they're like, man, you got so much heart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that was like cool. me and rugby league. It's yeah. <laughs> just all hard. There's yeah. a lot bigger guys and, and stronger and faster. I played with heart. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I cheated him. <laughs> you know, the scrums, I like hold them back. <laughs> They're like, look at them, look at him, Raph, he's holding me. <laughs> ah, stop sucking. Yeah, it could be him. Yeah. No, nah, that's awesome. Yeah, but, um, and uh, so, like, and with comedy too, so, yeah, you found out about me, but uh, is there, what, what, what do you, how do you sort of, like, see comedy? Oh, I know you said, like, you can't get out in that, but, like, yeah. what, what do you, what do you think with comedians? Are you like, oh, giving it a go, pretty funny? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's interesting, like, when you go, um, like, cause some of the gigs you go to sometimes and like, even if it's like unintentional, like you go, you go to dinner somewhere and they got a comedian or something like that. And like, we call that an ambush. It's brilliant. Well planned. Um, it, it's crazy how like you have to be brave, right? I mean, you have to go in front of sometimes two or three people and you got to shoot your stuff and they might not be interested. They might. And so that from a respect standpoint, it's like, man, I, I give it to them. Like, even if it wasn't your style, you yeah, know, like, yeah. like you got to stand up there and finish it. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, cause like, um, me and Sailor were talking about, you know, following the local music scene and stuff. And there's, there's a few people who can be a bit cynical and there's some people like, don't get around the concept of, of comedy at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you trying to be funny, mate? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it is very... It is, even I'm, I'm very selective. Like, I probably only like about 10% of comedy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, that's pretty low. Yeah, I won't know. talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it, like, yeah. when you... <laughs> right here, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, even, like, last night, I was driving these people to Elton John at Hanging Rock. Yeah, it's, it's a glamorous life, people. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit, there's some bills to pay, or just some work on the side. <laughs> but anyway, started talking and was telling them, like, I don't go out of my way to tell people. I do, I give them a business Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. But anyway, they're sure. like, what do you do yourself? And I said, well, my main thing I do is comedy. And then it always, nearly always turns to like, oh, well, who do you like? And mm. and that's where it's like, I don't like heaps, so I'm going to be like, <laughs> usually just say Carl Barron. Carl <laughs> <laughs> Barron. Yeah. The king. But, um, but yeah, like, it is kind of, you know that there's a few that are massive and then when you if you say anything that's a little bit weird like most people don't know I'm like mm. I met these there's these young dudes I met at Ballarat the other week they're like in their 20s they didn't even know Will Anderson and mm. to us that's like a pretty big name right on the scene so you gotta be understanding people do you, do you guys have like uh Maybe shouldn't say idols, but like, do you guys have people that you try and click onto or you try and follow, or is it more just you find your own way as a as a startup community? Yeah, like, so 
more and more as the years have gone on, it's it's people around me more. I'm not really seeking out like the American and British stuff or whatever. You've like, had you know, your had your time. Yeah, so Sanya. a lot of the dudes on the circuit, I just like the ones that I know. That the the pretty pretty. I don't know if you know them. There's like um, John Cookshank's a good one, and mm. yeah, they're pretty pretty. I guess underground. as you like as you're into it, like you start to respect like people around you more than I guess because everyone has the big names that they like, but then. I guess there's yeah. the local people that are kind of chipping away at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing, well, like, doing yeah. something a bit different. Yeah. It's like what you like. I like when you're. I like how excited you were for those, those mates. You know, like saying about Brad Newley and yeah. and that, that's what you probably find that too is the you start going into bat for the yeah. guys. The around local legends. Like, yeah, check for out, sure. Check out this underground guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, when I was like. There is other comedians who are heavily into the stand-up. For me, I did like stand-up. I didn't hate it, but it was more like like your movies and your series. Sure, like sure. I love like your Jim Carrey. I know that's pretty cliche. Well, no, no, funny. You, you start to get into things like you appreciate different things about it. Yeah. Like I, I started doing this powerlifting stuff, and the coach there is like, tell me like, oh, this guy it was in a competition. He didn't lift the most weight, but he lifts beautifully. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like. How can you lift beautifully? <laughs> like, no, I, I thought it was it just was off the so ground. Hot, yeah, but you yeah. were just like, let's just pick up sick weights, mate. Like, uh, I'm just here to pick up bulk weights. You know? <laughs> just want to be tough. Yeah. No, uh, I like. Just yeah. gives you a different perspective on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and um, yeah. So like, I know when you say like idols, like people you really looked up to. For me, um, Chris Farley was a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he's passed away in the nineties, so he hasn't done anything new for a while. <laughs> But um, <laughs> just his, because like, because he was a, a large, hefty bloke, and a lot of the stuff he did was making fun of himself. He had these skits with like doing um, Chippendales stripping and that, and yeah. and, and um, so like that, just that thought of like backing yourself going in. I, I try and base myself a lot on that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah. Sweet. And Mr. Bean. Always <laughs> 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 Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, should we wrap it up there? Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Mitch. You're, no you're a legend. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, hope the career goes for many more decades. Thank you. you. Can, uh, Appreciate that, guys. But um, yeah, and you you seem like a top bloke. And um, and what's next for yourself? You got another year with the Melbourne United, and then who, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, I, I've loved living in Melbourne, and. Um, you know, it, sometimes people criticize athletes for being open-minded about where they might be next, but yeah. that's the life, you know, like clubs make the best decisions for themselves and players need to do the same. They've got families to feed and et cetera, et cetera. So you just never know what's going to happen. I know I'm contracted for another year here in Melbourne and I'm excited about that. And, um, awesome. this season's not done yet, so we've got work to do, but yeah. Hell yeah. Well, hopefully you get to see Iron Maiden soon. Yeah, thank you. I've been trying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to try and make it to the game. So if you if you see me in the crowd uh, yep. cheering your dunks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, mate. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, best wishes. For- thanks, guys. Thanks, uh, Mitch McCarran, for being on another episode of I'm All Ears. And thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks. Cheers. <laughs>